the volume. Soup with Coop is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Welcome to Soup with Coop. My next guest is an All-American, is a national champion, is the pride of Iron Mountain, Michigan, a great offensive mind, and very natural on the microphone. Please welcome Steve Mariucci to Soup with Coop. Coach, welcome aboard. Hey, salute. How you doing, man? Good to see you. You know what? Darn it. I forgot my spoon. You know, I'm you know a, what? I'm a sipper. Let's I forget the spoon. We'll do it this way. Chicken noodle? Like it. No one in Iron Mountain uses a spoon. They go right out of the right out of the gut. So this is chicken noodle soup, but you know, and I always add a little pepper. Coop, did you put some cheese on that? You either gotta put Parmesan cheese or Asiago cheese on it. That's that's how you do it. Are you of the mind that chicken noodle soup has medicinal qualities that you can't even find at the pharmacy? Yeah. You know what? You ever heard the word happy food? You know, and some people think it's pizza or some people think it's maybe have a big cheeseburger or some chips at night when you're sitting on the couch. Soup is a happy food, right? Because it kind of makes you nice and warm, fuzzy. And it just, uh, I wouldn't drink this in July, you know? I like to hear about growing up in small towns up in Michigan. I know you're you were a, a true jock. Did you even watch TV? Because you played every sport. You you're a, a football player, a basketball player. You ran track. You did everything. So so in a small town, right? What is Iron Mountain? Six thousand people, and then Kingsford right next door. That's about five thousand people. Big rivals, you know. And um, you just kind of grow up <laughs> with. It's a blue collar town, right? Um, it's a safe place to live, good schools. Um, and I grew up with Tom Izzo. You ever heard of that guy? I, let me explain. He's, a, he's, a, he's shorter than me. We were co-captains of all the sports. In fact, Coop, we lost every coin flip when we were seniors in our, high, in our senior high school football. We lost. How do you lose 10 coin flips? How, how do you remember that? I mean, how, who keeps up with that? I do. And so, and, but, but we didn't make them all the calls. The other team made the calls, right? You know, half the game for them, but. You and Tom Izzo become great friends and y'all decide to go to college together. And amazingly, you're both all Americans. You're an all American in football. He's an all American in basketball and you win a national championship, remain great friends. And then at any time during those days in college, did y'all ever think, I might want to, I might want to, a coach one day did a coach have influence in you how did that work we went to college the northern michigan university together we we, we were going to go to school together wherever we went so we visited you know st norbert's college we visited you know different little schools we weren't highly recruited like you guys were okay and so um we ended up we ended up rooming together uh, at northern for seven years because that's i think how long it took him to graduate and so, and, and, and we started our coaching jobs there, but we wanted, we, we were majoring in, in education. We were going to be teachers and coaches. Here's another thing, Coop. He, we made a deal. We made a deal um, when, I, when we started going. He was at Michigan State as a head coach, and then I became the Niners head coach. So it's like, all right, here's the deal. 
I'm going to bring you to all the Super Bowls that I go to, and you're going to bring me to all the Final Fours that you go to. Well, I owe them eight, all right? <laughs> you know, in the NFL Network, you're sitting alongside some pretty snazzy dressers. I mean, you're, you're, you're wearing a good-looking, you know, blue suit and looking sharp, and then you look like you, uh, you know, from 1953 compared to here comes Michael Irvin and Dion. I mean, they got things going different ways makes you look like a wall street banker as opposed to a coach. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, these guys are crazy now. I mean, did you know that? And then, you know, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner's like these, you know, he's like Mr. Goody two shoes. Right. So we're trying to corrupt him just a little bit and loosen him up. Come on, Kurt, liven up just a little bit here. And then with Rich Eisen, he's, he, he's the best in the business. Just ask him. Right. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a nut squad is what it is. Now, we lost Dion. We lost Dion because, you know yeah. what? He's going to be a coach. He should be because <clears throat> remember when the Florida State job, that's his alma mater, when that opened a couple years ago or, or a year ago, when was it? And I promoted him for that job on television, I, and I stood on the table. I, I coached the Under Armour All-American game, right? right? <laughs> Those guys are the cream of the crop, right, in the country. And half of them are playing in the NFL after they graduate from college or three years in college, whatever. And he and I have been coaching that game for 10 years. He has such a good rapport with those kids. And he, he's no nonsense, man. He doesn't play around. He coaches those. He's old school and he is exactly what the kids these days need. And so he's going to do a heck of a job over there. I'm not, I'm not kidding. What did you uh, have to teach Brett Farr when you had, had him as a, as a young Buck and in Green Bay. All right, what, do I got anything on the walls for far? Okay, you got like eight thousand things here. Look at that right over there. So Brett, and you know Brett, you know Brett very well, and I know Brett very well. You know the first time I ever called. This is the first conversation I ever had with Brett. All right, I'm gonna be unveiled for the first time. Soup with Coop. Not only did we sign him, he visited the Packer facility. So he signed the contract when I wasn't there, okay? So he went home. I was still at home in California getting ready to move, and I get a phone call. Uh, it's Coach Marucci there. This is he. This is Brett. Hello? Who's this? Brett. Brett Favre. I go, oh, hi, Brett. How you doing? This is the first conversation with him. How you doing, Brett? Hey, congratulations. We're glad to have you. All right, what's up? I, you know, thanks, coach. I go, well, what's up? He goes, well, I only get one phone call. So I thought, I, I went, <laughs> I go, what? He goes, I only get one phone call. So I, I figured I'd call you. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, I'm in jail. <laughs> and, and I went, what? We just signed a contract. He's doing your jail. He, I go, why didn't you call Ron Wolf? He goes, because he'd kill me. I go, why didn't you call Mike Congren? Well, because he'd really kill me. I go, so you're calling me. This is the first guy. You're calling me out of jail. I go, okay, fine. Let me calm down. What happened? What happened? He goes, oh, really, nothing happened. He goes, <laughs> he goes I was just now shooting pool with my brothers and sisters and some friends, and somebody bumped into my sister, and, and all of a sudden, my brother pushed him, and everybody's pushing everybody, and before you know it, we're all in coming, we're all in jail. 
okay, fine. What do you want me to do about it? Post bail? I don't know what to do. He goes, I just... <laughs> I said, he said, okay, what do you want me to do? He goes, you got to just promise me you won't tell anybody. <laughs> I go, really? I'm, the, I'm your coach, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to keep this a secret? He goes, you got to keep it a secret. You know, that, the media wasn't there, you know, no social media, right, no cameras. And he said, you can't tell Ron Wolf and you can't tell Mike Holmgren. I went, ah, oh, geez, way to go. This is a great start. And so I promised him I wouldn't tell those guys. Coop, I never told those guys, okay? Really? That, that's where I gained Brett Favre's trust. He knew from day one I had his back, okay? Now, I was worried about it because if they found out, why didn't you tell me, you idiot? Uh, I would have been in trouble. But it was something that was so small, so stupid, you know, everybody gets thrown in jail because they're bumping each other at the bar. Um, but, but Brett knew I had his back. Um, and it was like that way to this day, I have his back. And so that's what a coach has to do. You have to gain the trust and, and that's what a player has to do. You got to be trusted. And so, um, that's, uh, that's how Brett and I started. So after that, yeah, he babysat our kids and he put them to sleep with a Dutch oven and all that kind of thing. But, uh, it's quite a relationship. That's amazing. That is a great story. I love it. Brett, well, always, I'm going to get one Brett. call. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gets, he is the best. I mean, I remember oh, Peyton, uh, he came down to Knoxville one time and uh, pulled up in a big white limousine. You just, you know, one Super Bowl, one MVP, you know, just on top of the world. And and uh, Peyton introduced him. They're going to go out on, you know, on the town and show him Knoxville. And Peyton introduced him to his girlfriend at the time, his wife now. Yeah. Uh, he goes, uh, Brett, this is my uh, girlfriend, Ashley. And he goes, she's not coming with us, is she? <laughs> no, she got, Ashley's been. He's standing right there, there, right there, right there. Just that's just <laughs> just perfect, Brett. You know, quintessential. I used to have spies out. You know, um, Brett. Brett was just a beer drinker, right? That's all he did. He, he drank beer and he had fun. He had fun on the field, right? He didn't do drugs or anything or get in trouble. He just liked to drink some beers. And so, so Green Bay is such a small little town. I would have my spies out. I would have my because I'm not going out. Um, so I'd have, I'd have my friends who, who younger, uh, go, you know, be at those bars that Favre was at. So I would get a report. I'd had a report one time. Uh, hey, coach, um, your guy is standing on top of the bar right now, pouring drinks for everybody. I go, tell him to get home. He's got 10 minutes. I mean, so I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he had a good time, man. Soup with Coop is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great! FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. Plus, for those who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game, different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level, 
compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. And FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash Cowherd to sign up today. That is FanDuel.com forward slash Cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Coach, you you coached Terrell Owens kind of before he became T.O. What did you see in him as a youngster and then the evolution of him into into T.O., Hall of Famer T.O.? (laughs) <laughs> you got to go there, huh? I, <laughs> I coached T.O. longer than any human being in the history of the world. I had him for six years. Bill Parcells didn't have him for six. Andy Reid didn't have him. His college coach didn't have him for six. High school, no. I had him for six, okay? And when I – he had been drafted there the year before, third rounder from Chattanooga. And um, played a little bit because they had Jerry and uh, J.J. Stokes, right? Um, but when I, when I, uh, took over at the 49ers, Jerry Rice got hurt in the first game, blew his knee out, missed the season really. And so T.O. then became the starter. He and J.J. Stokes were the starters then that whole season. You, you called it an evolution. He went from a kid, he went from a young kid. Yes, yes, sir. No, ma'am. Uh, polite, quiet, shy kind of kid to, like you said, T.O. And, and it was, it was because he came, he became a great player and a lot of guys become great players. He became a great player. And, and I, and I, I don't know. I, he just, uh, he got to be a little difficult. He didn't want to be like Jerry Rice. He wanted to be somebody really different than Jerry Rice and uh, equally as great on the field, but different personality. And so that's where he went. So yeah, I went through the evolution is, is right. It, but I, uh, he, you know what? He had his three best years with me. Um, I want to say 2000, 2001, 2002 were his uh, all pro years. I think he went all pro five times. Three of them were my last three years together with him. And he was the best receiver in the league. There's no question about it. And uh, boy, he was really good. On one of those days, I believe was Jerry Rice Day. And you might have been calling the shots. He caught, T.O. caught 20 balls on Jerry Rice Day. I hear about that so often. Um, so, so here's what's happening. We're playing against playing against the Bears. And so Rodney Knox, our public relation guy, come down. And Bears weren't any good. They didn't cross half court the whole day, okay? We're shutting them out. So here comes Rodney Knox. He goes, hi, coach. I go, what? We're still playing the game. What? And he said, well, T.O. only needs two more catches to break the record. I went, what record? We're shutting these guys out. We're killing them. Why do I want to keep throwing the ball? He goes, coach. You know, you may never get a chance like this again. So anyway, all right, we'll throw a slant. Boom. To an jet lion. You know, to uh, T.O. Catch it. Now the announcer. T.O., one more catch. He's going to break the record of Tom Fears from eight years, thousand years ago. I'm going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So then we, I said, okay, fine. Throw him another ball. You know, a smoke or something. Just something quick, easy. Just get him some catches. He breaks the record. He gets 20. And that was Jerry Rice Day where they're going to have like a Joe DiMaggio moment, put a stage out on the field and thank. And, and Jerry was pissed. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, I'm not doing that speech. I'm not doing it. 
So I had to put Jerry back out there after I pulled him off for the standing ovation. I had to pull up, put him back in the game just to get him some more catches. It's just so <laughs> he would do the speech. Just <laughs> I can't have people doing all this. But yeah, 20 catches in one game. Jeez, OP. Coach, you had so much success so quickly with the Niners, and then you go to you go to D- Detroit, which is a a hard place to win, and doesn't it doesn't work out? You're 50 years old with you know an unbelievable pedigree, and went to the broadcast booth. In that 15 years of being in the broadcast booth, have you does the does the fire burn to get back on the sideline? Sometimes, you know, it's not a constant burn. It's uh, what I I enjoy watching two things. I enjoy watching my friends that I've I grew up with, the Andy Reeds, the John Grudens, those kind of guys coach and do well because we are all together. We all started together, um, and I also enjoy watching some of the young kids that I gave a chance to. Dan Quinn, let's say, Dan Quinn, I I, I hired him out of Hofstra. He was in the strength coach room over there in Hofstra. But when he interviewed, and I had a lot of NFL guys interview, it was just a defensive coordinator job, a defensive quality control job. And, and he, just, he just impressed me. It's like, you know what? I like this guy. He's, he's, got some, he's got something to him. And so, and then to watch him become a head coach and watch him go to the Super Bowl, that really made me feel good. You know, and I've had other – assistant coaches that I've hired that have been head coaches. Uh, Hugh Jackson was, uh, Tom Cable was. I take pleasure in watching these young kids that I gave a chance to become head coaches and make some good money and everything. So, uh, yeah, do I feel like I should do that sometimes? Yeah, but um, I get the itch and I scratch it right away, and then, uh, and then I go back, get ready for a show, the network. You take a sip of the soup and you give it a rating from one to a thousand. So let me know. What do you think today? Is thousand the best or is one the best? Either way for you, coach. Whatever you so think. Well, here's the deal, though. Chicken noodle soup, it starts off like about a thousand. But but we've been yapping so long, it got cold on me. All right, so it dropped down to about 420. <laughs>